Hello, and welcome to the Parental Advisory Movie Podcast. We are your hosts, Jeff Hall and Patrick Terry. We're two dads with a love for movies. Join us as we discuss movies we have seen with our kids, as well as movies we have seen without them. Good morning, Patrick. How's it going? Morning, you too, Jeff. Doing pretty good. How about yourself? Doing well. We are here on September 11th, so, you know, the not the most uplifting day, but uh, definitely a day of remembrance. Um, it is in, for those that have been listening pretty much from the jump, you will remember four years ago, we had one of our first guests, uh, Tyvon Gentry, joined us. And during that episode, you know, because we talked about how Grayson's birthday was on the 10th, on the 10th, and he always, and he said that his birthday, his sister's birthday was on the 11th. I said, oh, yeah, never forget, you know, and not realizing that that was maybe not the most appropriate joke, but yet same time, I've never forgotten that his sister's birthday is on the 11th. So it technically actually holds up. It's just, yeah, yeah. (laughs) if it works, it works, I guess. Um, But yeah, I mean, today is definitely a day of remembrance and it's seriously a day that the world has changed and especially our country for sure has not been the same since. Um, So yeah, day of remembrance where we remember those that lost their lives as well as all the 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 uh our unsung first responders heroes that went showed up and to uh to ground zero to help out for sure there's a guy whose star has fallen drastically ever since then but we we don't need to bring him up (laughs) uh but um with that being said grayson had her birthday yesterday had an amazing birthday. She had a candy bar. It's candy themed birthday party. Her cake is the same cake as last year that it, apparently both kids and adults <laughs> loved. Mm-hmm. And it's basically just a junk food cake. It's it's cake, and then all the toppings are various different types of junk food on top. Uh, so so fun, pro- fun eating. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. It's a dentist dream. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the cavities are being had. And, you know, so after... So they had it at Grayson's Gymnastics at Magnitude 10.0 Gymnastics. And they they were, um, I mean, they're amazing people anyways. We've been there for a while now. And, uh, you know, they literally helped to set up all the decorations. They, you know, monitored the kids while they played out on the, played out. They had two bounce houses set up and they can play on the tumble track and do different things. Just have some free play. And then, you know, had some pizzas for lunch. And then uh, after they finished that, we let the kids go through, you know, get a, basically a bag and go through this candy bar area that Ruth had made up. She didn't, Ruth did an amazing job with all of this. I was there. I asked if I could help, but she had everything and just her, the, the craftiness in her is just always, uh, I don't say it's, you know, doesn't really surprise me because I know she's very crafty, but it's right. just amazing to see what all she comes up with. And she did an absolutely amazing job. And, uh, yeah, so that was like their little treat, you know, they got to fill up their own candy bag. And then after that, we had cake and then, boom, we were out. Yeah. But it was great. Um, 
everybody had a great time. She got some amazing gifts. My mom is in town, so that's been fun too. Um, I tried to see if she'd be interested in re- in uh, recording with us, but uh, yeah. I think she's taking a little rest right now <laughs> okay. after everything. Because she could talk about uh, one of our future presentations. So, uh, but yeah, so I think she's just going to take a break instead. So, that's cool. it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> um. But yeah, it, it's been a great visit with her, and we uh, we've had some good, good uh, bonding time with her and the, her and York and Grayson, and you know today with me, except for this. Yeah. But uh, we've went, we took the kids to go, took the kids to school. Then I took her to uh, one of my favorite coffee places. Uh, after we dropped York off in East Nashville, we. Uh, Went to Ugly Mugs, which I still hands down my favorite. And then took her next door to Five Daughters for more sugar and got her some fancy donuts. So. Okay. And then we're going to go meet Grayson for lunch. And then York has his belt test tonight. So it's a busy day ahead. So yes. it's very eventful. Busy, active day. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, we're everybody's doing great. How about you? What's going on? Well, everybody's good here. Um, my niece said, so I think it was yesterday morning I woke up. So I heard her talking to my mom, said about some candy. And she's like, do you want some? I said, no, it's too early. So I looked out the door. It's like, you feeling all right? Because <laughs> she, right. she, she just like eating candy. Like, no, yeah. no, I'm listening. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Just had to check because, you know, normally it's like candy first and regular food later. <laughs> yep. And of course, that didn't last long. <laughs> but right. <laughs> that moment, but that moment was funny. Um, yeah, seeing Kyla worked this weekend, but she said she, you know, kind of under the weather this weekend as well. So, and um, headache, kind of sick mm-hmm. to the stomach. So I don't know if it's like sinus allergy, maybe something she ate. But um, you know, she felt better by Sunday. But Good. she said she'll take it easy. So yeah, just rest up. You know, that'll help a lot. Get some sleep. Yes. And, um, yeah, but outside of that, this weekend for me, I I didn't go anywhere. I just caught up on some shows, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, rewatched a couple movies and just really just stayed in the house, saved my gas. <laughs> there you go. Actually, didn't get on oh Amazon. God. Usually, I get on Amazon order stuff, but I didn't. Oh, I did that this weekend. I, <laughs> I I was not. I did not. Yeah, I got some things on the way. What to say? Yeah. yeah. One thing I got for York, and I'm probably going to save it, because I'm because you know Grayson's birthday's over, so then you know next is Ruth's birthday. Well, York's other grandmother, um, mm-hmm. her birthday's uh, October fourth, and then Ruth's is thirteenth, and then mine on the fourteenth, and so on. And then uh, my other niece Louise will be in November, and then York's will be in December. I've already found a couple of things, so I've kind of slow buying stuff for, because for him it's going to have to be birthday and Christmas. So right. If it's things I already know he's going to like, start getting it early and then less to have do later. Ready. Yeah, have it yep. ready. Yeah. Less to do later, things that I will know will be in stock. So Exactly. Now I have to miss out on it. But yeah, I, I was kind of bad on Amazon this weekend. Not too bad. I got most things used. It was just Batman uh, tradebacks, like older okay. Batman tradebacks I'm trying to get caught up on. Uh, that I found for cheaper than buying new. So, and I can't find around in town because I've already looked. 
Right. So, okay. Just yeah, I've already done that. I already checked the went to McKay's first, and then you, you um, exhaust local. the local resources. Yes. And then yeah, yes. Yeah. As I always often try to do, so you know, yeah, support small businesses and everything. So, but nonetheless, yeah, um, yeah, I I feel you on that one though. <laughs> just stay at the house and yeah, just randomly see something, an ad, like ooh, <clears throat> see how much that is, and then. Oh, finger slipped on click by. Yep. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, it's been been a good week and weekend. Good. So, yeah. so we uh, we did end up getting Gran Turismo for PS4. Ah, used. Nice. York's been playing it. Been doing he rough for both of us, but then he finally he's finally caught on. And he's been doing really well. Uh, one of the best things was last night. My mom wanted to try it cool and of course i had to take video because i'm that person and because it's awesome i mean it's good to see that yeah and she had that steering wheel all over the place like uh, like the stool was moving all over the place and york finally had to go over and hold it down (laughs) and then as soon as she finished she looked over and saw that i was filming she goes ever have i ever told you you're my least favorite son (laughs) i said i said you haven't dad has not so many words but you know (laughs) <laughs> i just say delete that uh, footage yeah. It's, yeah so of course i didn't get rid of it i posted in our group thing so my brother and my brother and uh my nieces could see it <laughs> it's pretty cool. cool yeah it's like, uh, but yeah she's, but then of course you know york then sent it to his mom she loved it so it's like, yeah she said she thought she did great <laughs> And she did. I mean, she had fun, and that's all that matters. Because same, right. I told her the same thing I told Grayson. I said, "Listen, it's not about trying to beat anybody. It's just trying to. It's about just being able to complete the race." Right. Like yep. if you can complete the race and not give up, and want to hit reset, yeah, you succeeded. Yeah. That's it. And it's like video which games. Is also you can always what, try again. Which is also yeah. Which is also what I tell myself to keep going. Like I'm like, oh my god, this thing's not over yet, and then. <laughs> But that's also when I'm not doing well, also. <laughs> yeah. Shoot, that's not racing, but I finally beat the main story of um, Arkham Knight. So yeah. all I have left is the side missions. And some of them I just, because, you know, you have to, there's um, these militia that drive around in cars. You mm-hmm. got to chase them out and blow up the vehicle. My driving's got pretty good <laughs> compared to when I first started playing. Like, I was everywhere, all on the road running. The good thing about that game, like, you get the Batmobile. And this whole city is destructive, so if you run into a wall, sometimes you bust through it or you you chip the side and it crumbles apart. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it's very active, keeping my mind going. So. Uh, yeah, York and I uh, finally beat the story mode on Injustice Two. Yeah. And that was a team effort. <laughs> like I did the majority of it, and then like finally when we get to Brainiac, like here I need you to play this because. Uh, I could I, I was having a hard time, so he eventually beat him. And then I played the other two, like smaller fight scenes. Yeah, yeah, it was not easy. Yeah, I haven't gone through that yet. I play, I, I did play and beat the one, the first Injustice game. I just haven't gone through this story mode yet. But um, eventually I'm gonna get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brainiac, no joke though. <laughs> kind of like M Bison and Street Fighter, just real cheap. Well, it's like he's he's big and has this big like robotic exoskeleton suit on. Mm-hmm. And 
but he also has like the tentacles coming from the background attacking you as well. Ah, okay. They just pop up, and that that stuff just pops up. Like you don't really Random. have much time to react. So. Okay. So he fights dirty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, very. <laughs> so York's very excited for the new Mortal Kombat game to come out because I looked up to see if they were making Injustice Three, and mm. I guess NetherRealm decided to go with making a new Mortal Kombat instead of Injustice Three. So, which is coming out later this month or next month? Forgot. <laughs> I guess with everything going on with um, Warner Brothers DC and how yeah. they're trying to make sure the game characters are the same as the movie, that probably has a lot to do with it. Wait and probably. see how they get that figured out. Yep, good luck with that. Right. Just work on finding the footage for your movies. <laughs> Go exactly. from there. Exactly. Step Could one. not find Aquaman movie, but found at least the teaser trailer. Maybe they just had the teaser trailer because they couldn't find the actual trailer at first. No, 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 we'll have it by Friday. <laughs> that's what we'll tell them yep and, you know we'd always just make an excuse by then <laughs> yep. not the first time i fooled you <laughs> oh bless all right speaking of trailers um coming out december 1st we have the bike riders directed by jeff written and directed by jeff nichols uh starring austin butler as benny jody comer uh tom hardy michael shannon boyd holbrook uh, and yeah Norman Reedus obviously because it's a motorcycle movie so of course he's yeah. going to be in it but yeah there's a lot of great uh, nice cast in here it's, it follows the rise of a midwestern mar- motorcycle club through the lives of its members so looks like Austin Butler's now trying to harness uh, his keep his Elvis but also a little bit of James Dean at the same time so uh. <laughs> But on a motorcycle. So rated R hour and fifty six minutes, it looks like. So that trailer's out. Uh as for mentioned, Aquaman and the Lost City teaser trailer is out, which honestly, I'm good with just that. <laughs> <clears throat> it's more than enough. I'm like, okay, cool. And then but however, I'm sh- the actual trailer, which I'm sure will show way too much, will be mm-hmm. released this Friday. Yeah, if you get to see the the, the timestamp before you play, that'll tell you a lot. <laughs> if it's over yeah, two exactly. minutes, if it's over two minutes, then yeah, yeah. Shoot, if it even is two minutes, yeah, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> hmm. But I guess we'll find out. I do like how he is wearing classic Aquaman, orange up top, green down below. Mm-hmm. So just need him to have shorter hair and his hair dyed yellow, or not yellow, but blonde. That would have <laughs> been interesting visual. Yep. I was like, whoa, but kept the beard. Yeah. <laughs> like, eh, you know, compromise. Right. Budget ran out. Yep, <laughs> budget ran out. <laughs> uh, coming September 22nd, so not this Friday, but the next Friday, on Hulu, we have uh, No One Will Save You, an exiled, in- anxiety-written homebody. That sounds like... <laughs> all that was kind of like yeah that's kind of given yeah. uh, must battle an alien who's found its way into her home starring Caitlin Deaver so the trailer if you were not to even look at the poster just look at the, just see there's a new trailer click it and watch it everything up to the last 10 or 15 seconds 
would not make you believe it's an alien movie. It would make you think it's a haunted house movie. Yeah. And they should have just left it at that. And the poster should be different. Okay. Just like have a house and then like a profile of her face, half of it's in the dark type of poster. So it's the last 10, 15 seconds. They're like, we got to add something else. Like, no, we're good. No, no, we're no. Good. They don't. They're not going to know it's an alien movie, though. We don't want them to know that. No, no, we're, no. We're going. All right. We're, we're going to alienate the alien crowd, the alien fan crowd. <laughs> it's like, ah, uh, all right. Damn. Uh, dad joke though. Um, uh, speaking of dad jokes, we have coming to Netflix on also, uh, also on September twenty second. Uh, what we would refer to as counter-programming. Mm-hmm. We have Spy Kids Armageddon mm. coming to Netflix. <coughs> Excuse me. The children of the world's greatest secret agents unwittingly help a powerful game developer unleash a computer virus that gives him control of all technology, leading them to become spies themselves to save their parents in the world. You know, that's my kids movie. So, but this is the next generation. So it has uh, Zachary Levi's Terrence Tango Torres. Uh, I guess Robert Rodriguez is going to have a cameo. Who also he obviously wrote and directed this one. And then Gina Rodriguez as Nora Tango Torres. And then Billy uh, Magnuson, who plays a great villain in anything he's in, mm-hmm. uh, is going to play Ray Kingston. So yeah. It looks cute. I mean, Grayson's looking forward to it. So obviously we will be watching it and uh, as well as covering it. So, yeah, it looks it looks all right. Looks OK. Just She's Spike probably really going to like it. Yeah. yeah. Spy Kids movie for sure. So it's like the 20th Spy Kids movie or something like that. I forgot where we're at <laughs> in the number. We easily have as many Spy Kids movies as we do Fast and Furious movies. I feel confident. Yeah. Wouldn't I'm surprise. probably, I guarantee I'm wrong, but I feel confident. <laughs> and then uh, next, uh, coming to Amazon Prime, uh, October 13th, Friday the 13th, we have the burial, or burial, <laughs> the burial. Uh, inspired by true events, a lawyer helps a funeral home owner save his family business from a corporate behemoth exposing a complex web of race power and injustice starring jamie fox tommy lee jones uh journey smollett alan ruck mamadou athy pamela reed and bill camp so it looks pretty interesting it is going to be released in select theaters october 6th and then available on prime October 13th. So. Looks interesting. So. Definitely. We'll check it out. And yeah. then lastly for film trailers, we have Pain Hustlers starring Emily Blunt and Chris Evans available on Netflix. Where did I write down the date? Oh, uh, October 27th. So Lies to Dreams of a better life for her and her daughter so she gets a job at a bankrupt pharmacy and liza's guts catapult the company and her into the high life 
not knowing that she will soon be in the middle of a criminal conspiracy. I think I saw uh, one person reviewed it as if uh, basically it's the wolf of, wolf of Wall Street for pharmacies. Okay. I'm like, all right. Uh, directed by David Yates, who also directed, crap, I forgot which Harry Potter movie, but uh, fourth one? I feel like it was either fourth or fifth one. So Chris Columbus did the first two, and then Pedro Almodovar did the third one. So it's like the fourth one. Anyways, uh, and he did the, yeah, he did both Deathly Hollows and Order of the Phoenix. And uh, the Fantastic Beast movie. Movies. Interesting pace or change of pace, I guess. Yeah. And then if you, for those that are monster fans, we have coming to Apple TV plus Monarch legacy of the monster legacy of monsters. It's a 10 episode series set after the battle between Godzilla and the Titans revealing that monsters are real follows one family's journey to uncover its buried secrets and a legacy linking them to Monarch. So what I love about this is that it stars Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell in the uh, in the show. And essentially, Wyatt Russell is playing young Kurt Russell, like his character. Yeah, okay. See what I mean? I'm like, who needs de-aging when you can just do that? Exactly. <laughs> That's saving you know, money. Playing, got kids. <laughs> right. It's like, we don't need to do the aging. Just give him a kid. We're good. Yep. yep. So, uh, it looked, from the trailers, it looks it looks like it's being pretty good. So, yep. so that's uh, coming out. Premieres November 17th. Right before Thanksgiving. Cool. And then, lastly, for trailers, uh, we have the another TV trailer. Uh, coming out or premiering September 29th on Amazon Prime, we have Gen V. So if you're a fan of watching The Boys, this is a spinoff. Where it's the world of The Boys come to Gen V, which explores the first generation of superheroes to know that their superpowers are from Compound V. These heroes put their physical and moral boundaries to the test, competing for the school's top ranking. Um, yeah. Uh, looks interesting. I wonder if it's going to keep with that kind of tone, or if it's going to be a little more quirky. I guess quirkier. I guess it's definitely going to be violent. <laughs> a lot yeah. of exploding bodies, heads, it's blood. But we uh, we'll see. We'll see though. So there's a lot coming out. I mean, it's fall time, so we're getting to be fall. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's move on to our let's move on to our feature presentation. Available on Amazon Prime is the movie "Sitting in Bars with Cake," starring Yara Shahidi from uh, Blackish, Cronish, and Odessa as uh, trying to pronounce it as Azion. Is that is that how you're doing it? Because it has an apostrophe. Yeah, I mean, I've never heard her name said out loud, so yeah. I don't. That's right. I figure that uh, sounds I'll, right. Yeah. 
Uh, also starring Bed Midor for a few scenes at least. <laughs> Definitely, uh, I don't know about supporting, but more of a using supporting with air quotes, I guess. It's almost like very, like it's practically a cameo. She's in yeah. eight scenes, maybe five minutes <laughs> of screen time. Not much, but she's there. But she's <laughs> there, and it's and she's awesome. Yes. Uh, Ron Livingston, Martha Kelly, and uh, yeah, so. Um, and uh, Rish Shaw. So Yara Shahidi plays Jane. Odessa Azion plays Corinne. They've been best friends since kids, since they were kids. Oh, most of, sorry. This was written by Audrey Shulman based on her book, in which the this movie is actually a true life uh, inspired by what happened with her and her best friend Chrissy. Mm-hmm. So these. We'll say most of what is in this movie actually happened. We'll find out more next week. Um, And this movie is also directed by past guest and our friend Trish C, which we will have on our podcast and talking to her about this movie next week. Um, So very excited about that. So that will be our episode for next week. And, And we are very excited to have her back on. She's very excited to come back on. Uh, we probably would have had it this week, but you know, when your daughter turns, when your daughter has a birthday on Sunday, you kind of, your plans are already spoken for. <laughs> Correct. Correct. So, which is great. And so, yeah, she's, we'll be talking to her next Sunday. Very excited uh, f- for the episode that will come out Monday. So uh, we're going to, so f- since we're doing that, we're just going to be kind of talking broad strokes about this movie. And we're really not going to get into it. Uh, we're really not going to get into it too much because we want to uh, kind of save some for that episode, but we still want to talk about it and kind of give you enough to want to you know, make you not make you to want to interest you to watch this. Yeah. Um, back to our summary. <laughs> <laughs> so Jane and Corinne have been friends since childhood. Right. They're both, they're from Phoenix, Arizona. They don't really get into why Corinne left, but Jane left to follow Corinne and her parents uh, are lawyer. Jane's parents are lawyers, like mm-hmm. civil rights lawyers. She keeps talking about how she's studying for the LSAT so she can get into law school, and because that's what her more or less what her parents want. But she not really sure if that's what she wants. Right. Meanwhile, Corinne's like a free spirit and has a job with a major talent firm. There we go. That's what we call those. Where she's. Uh, trying to become a junior agent to celebrities. This is in the music division. Uh, Jane works in the mailroom, so she yeah. always has a job. Jane's not really focused on trying to meet guys, um, but she loves to bake. Yeah. So, uh, and Corinne already has a boyfriend. It's about to be Corinne's birthday. Uh, Jane, of course, makes her a birthday cake. All these cakes, by the way, look delicious. Only about three. I go, nope, not doing that one. Right. The kale one? Forget it. No. No, and I saw that. I'm like, Mm-mm. what was the other one? It was banana something. I'm like, no. It was, I forgot what it was. It was like two. Like, I like bananas, but the other thing, I was like, nope, that's that's a deal breaker. Yeah. Avocado banana? Was that what it was? I want to say it was like I'm, avocado banana. I'm like, no. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, yeah, that would be, a, I just, my stomach just like, no, no, no. no. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was, but a lot of them, like the uh, espresso one, I was like, yep, 
Slim Espresso, I think is what it was. Mm-hmm. That's like, yep, on that one for sure. The rum one, carrot cake one. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. I was like, yep, those all sound great. Anyways, uh, so Jane makes Corinne a birthday cake and puts in a little travel cake, travel container. Mm-hmm. So they go to this bar for a birthday where they do karaoke. And all these all these bars were shot at local night spots in Los Angeles. Okay. So, cause, and there's beautiful, beautiful uh, shots of Los Angeles, not Los Angeles at night and everything. And it was just awesome. So we uh, we see them in the bar, and she just kind of sets the cake up on the bar. And then she starts getting a couple of guys asking what the cake's for. And if they and they're like, can we take a look? Yeah. So she shows them, and this is has because the cake says happy birthday, Corinne. And she goes, that's Corinne. This is her cake. This is her birthday. Wow. What's in? And she starts talking about what all is in the cake and how she used sour cream and something else to help keep the cake moist. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I didn't know you can put sour cream in a cake. I thought it was only on tacos. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, not wrong, but it has mo- many uses. Yep. It does. And what was the line that you really liked that that dude said? Uh, yeah. The first it, she, she ends up offering them cake. Yeah. So the first, yeah, the two guys got a piece of cake, and one of them was like, this is like if a chocolate pudding man and an English toffee lady were making love in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I busted out laughing. I was like, "Yeah, I don't know. I love that line. It just. Well, and it's <laughs> his delivery, too. It's like yeah. just so like California. <laughs> I, it's just I don't know the best way to word it, but. He just just said it how he meant it. <laughs> yeah, just it was like deadpan. So it was like. <laughs> it's. <laughs> yes. But um it, yeah, I, I mean it got a good laugh out. I'm like, man. Yeah. That's probably the hardest laugh I got cuz I wasn't expecting that to be said. Yeah. <laughs> but like, okay. Good one. Checks out. I wrote that yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they uh and it got when I saw it in theater for the uh prime premiere. Mm-hmm. Uh it got a good laugh in the audience too. And yeah. I I I like that one. I was like, yeah, that's pretty funny. And so the next day they're talking about how they were talking, uh, Corinne and and Jane were talking about how they needed to start making that a thing. It's like, and I'm serious, we need to do this thing. She's like, that's ridiculous, bringing a cake into a bar. He's like, this is Los Angeles. It's not the weirdest thing that's going to happen. True. <laughs> that's a that's probably valid. Because I'm keep I keep thinking it's like I can think of a you know half a dozen places that want what you bring food in at all. True. But I guess you know Los Angeles is different, so. A little more open, I guess. Yeah, I guess. But uh, it's like, surprised they don't stop him at the door. But all right. Whatever. It's a birthday. Oh, come on. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's why? Okay. Code Again? <laughs> Again? <laughs> people. Right. They have more than one friend. Yeah. Uh, so they start. She says, fine, I'll do it. If you do it with me. She's like, well, obviously. Yeah. Because she realized that this is the perfect what you know the amount of guys that came up and started talking to her and you know were kind of they liked the cake but they were also interested in her so they this is going to be a way for her to meet guys basically the cake's basically and the that, icebreaker yeah this is essentially the icebreaker yeah 
And so what they did was they got a whole, you know, took a painting down, got a whole map of Los Angeles, and then started, you know, basically thinking about the different places to go to across town where you can meet these type of people, these type of people, and these type of people. Yeah. And then uh, basically the plan was to do 50 cakes, take two weeks off uh, for New Year's, and, or not New Year's, for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to hit, you know, 50, 50 bars, 50 different cakes, which, yeah. uh, okay. <laughs> but that's a good way, too, for her to kind of build her skills as far as baking and as far as trying out different types of uh, cakes so it's bacon is jane's passion like to the point when she talks about it people kind of just like all right you know i just ask the simple question now you're going into details i want it's more than what i want to know but yeah because that first one she says uh made a funny joke you know they weren't laughing because you were funny she's like i was talking no no it's because i was talking about conventional ovens and how they heat differently she goes oh yeah that's utterly hilarious and yeah just (laughs) It's like stop. Yeah, yeah. But they you know, care her passion. That. That's her passion. Yeah. It is. But yeah. she, of course, doesn't want to tell her family that because family's lawyers and expecting her to kind of. She doesn't feel like her family will support her in that journey. <clears throat> so they make a plan. They even got the red yarn out too. Made it look like a whole conspiracy board. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I don't understand the purpose behind the yarn for something like that decoration yeah <laughs> i guess to make it look even creepier i don't know yeah but it, i was like i don't get the use of the yarn like heaven forbid something happens at one of these bars and police find this like so y'all are, y'all are guilty yeah what's <laughs> with this exactly <laughs> poison is the cause of death gotcha <laughs> uh, it was e coli that be this yep that's uh, a joke in the movie Nobody dies yep. from E. coli. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a myth. But yeah, so and then it show it shows uh each time they go to a different bar, they display the name of the cake in a very creative way each time. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the first one was like some construction guys lifting up construction a piece of like a board that you would yeah. see at construction sites that normally would tell you like closed or go this you know or detour this way. But it said uh, whatever the name of the cake was yeah. on it, and then they picked it up and carried it away. And then they zoomed in on the bar that they, you know, that it revealed. Yeah. And then another time it was like a pirate theme, and it put like pina colada was the name of the cake or something like that. So they put that on the um, the life saver. What do they call that? Oh my God, why am I having a blank on that? The know. little. The life-saving ring thing that they have on boats. Why am I blanking? Oh, on I feel and that what it's and that what it is. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> Boat uh, people, why not? The ring of life. But yeah, it's you know clever. They had every time they had a different clever way to reveal what the cake is. Another one was a guitar case that had like the stamp on there and it said what the kind of cake it was. So yeah. it was pretty cool. And that was one of my favorite, uh, my favorite little. Details that they added into the movie that I really enjoyed. Because yeah, some of them had to rewind, like you know, yeah. um, just to. Because watching on my laptop, so I wasn't mm-hmm. able to see gotcha. anything that was worded. But uh, yeah, it was creative. It's almost like a blinking and miss it type thing. Yeah, but some of them were on there pretty quick, and then yes. they went on to the scene. 
Especially oh, yeah. the ones when they open the refrigerator, open the refrigerator. You're like, yeah. you're trying to find where it's at, and it's already flipped to the next one. Like, crap. Yeah. <laughs> Missed it. Not fast enough. <laughs> yep. I, or I can read that, but not actually look at the cake. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So they're going through all these scenes with her, with Corinne, Jane, and her and their friends. Uh, both their coworkers and the friends. You know, the more they do it, she starts bringing. Jane starts bringing like leftover cake into into the office that they didn't finish so you know put it out on the plate kind of like in the break room you know a little break area so people can try the leftovers i guess you could say yeah you know and there's a boy that there's a boy there's a co-worker that works over in legal that jane has a crush on but has not had the courage to talk to and they end up running running into each other at the elevator and they finally start talking and she asks him for help on a like a legal thing that she's yeah. trying to learn how to do was real, real estate law or something. I don't know. Something like that. I forgot what it was. Some sort of contract law. And yeah. so they kind of have like a little study date almost. Yeah. Something ish. Like yeah. Ish. Yeah. But not a whole lot gets done just because they end up talking about other things and it gets revealed that she's really not wanting to wear and she just wanted to talk to him. He was and, happy about that. <laughs> yeah. And so the thing, too, is that so they ended up talking about or, you know, talking about things to kind of start having a relationship and everything. And then you kind of see uh, Corinne starts getting these headaches and she doesn't know why. Mm-hmm. And then finally, she ends up having like a seizure. So she ends up, you know, Jane has to call the ambulance and goes to the hospital. And then that's where you meet Fred and Ruth, Corinne's parents. I love Ron Livingston anyways. Oh my God. I love him so much in this role. Yeah. He, uh, first time you yeah. see him, he's in the waiting room, fixing the dirt chair, trying to fix the chairs. I'm <laughs> like, Oh my God. If he came into work and just started doing this, I'm like, you got my tool, you got this tool yeah. and his wife's prepared, like whatever he needs yeah. he got in her bag. Like she knows yeah. the deal. So Martha <laughs> Kelly, I think, uh, she's been, she's had a lot of different, uh, roles. She's been on Doug Love's movie several times, and I absolutely love her in it. She was in uh, Gaslit, that show about uh, Martha Kelly, the uh, not Martha Kelly, uh, Martha Mitchell, that mm-hmm. Julia Roberts played, that I really liked. Uh, she's been in a couple episodes of Hacks, Grace and Frankie, Euphoria. Um, she was in Baskets, if you remember that with Zach Galifianakis on FX. She played Martha Brooks in that for however many seasons that was on like four seasons and she's just so deadpan you know well it like never changes her tone it's always like this well i don't know maybe we should let them go it just it's just i don't know i love it It, as soon as i saw that uh saw who it was i recognized the voice right away i'm like oh my god i love her so much she's great yeah just very calm but (laughs) like even if she was panicked you wouldn't know (laughs) You wouldn't. No. <laughs> At all. Well, what's the next option? What do you mean? What list? What's on this? And, but they're the kind of caring parents that are a little bit too caring. And they also kind of, for someone like Corinne, who's like such a free spirit and everything, mm-hmm. it's somebody that would drive them nuts. You know, Fred's like, we're not leaving, or we are leaving, but we're taking her back to Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, I, I think once you meet they, them, you see why she moved. <laughs> yes. Because he keeps trying to fix everything. And right away, you already see the 
you know, the uh, symbolism. Mm-hmm. Fred's there. He's trying to fix everything. Corinne's sick, and it's he he he's he can't fix her, so he's trying to literally fix everything else. Yep. And it's also a distraction from him to have to think about the severity of what's going on. Yeah. As I'm sure I would be doing as well. Maybe not with trying to fix everything because I can't fix anything because <laughs> I already know that. But finding another distraction like cleaning or something would be for me, I think right. what I'd end up doing. Um, but yeah, she gets diagnosed with a brain tumor or, or, you know, or cancer. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they think they'll be able to get rid of the tumor through the, through radiation or through chemo and radiation where the spots at, and you know, did a biopsy and everything. So everything starts to get, you know, Corinne wants to keep doing what she refers to as cake barring. So, yeah. Uh, where, and Jane's like, I don't think this is the time to be doing that. Like, I think we need to focus on this. And she, and Corinne's like, listen, this is the only thing I have to keep my mind off of, off of what is actually happening to me. Right. That's, that's and cool she's, Jane, yep. And so Jane's like, okay, I get it. And so they continue. And, uh, you know, they're having to, like, for, Fred and Ruth stay for a few days, and then finally, they finally leave. And and, and Corinne's like, think she's like, finally, I'm free. <laughs> I was like, it's like, Mom, I'm 24. We're good. Or Mom and Dad, we're 24. We're good. And because Jane agrees to take her to her doctor's appointments and yeah. all those things. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's. I don't want, again, I don't want to get too far into it, but I will say this much. It is beautifully acted, wonderfully directed, a lot of fun details. Mm-hmm. It pulls the rug out from under you, that's for sure. Yeah. It, it From watching the trailer, the movie was about what I expected, kind of a yeah. roller coaster. It's kind of different where you got these highs, mid, then low. But it's yeah. still, even though it hits a certain point, it still keeps in that, you know, good... I guess it's it's a good, I guess kind of like an in between feeling. Optimistic. It's an optimistic because yeah, yeah. you're you're still left hopeful, maybe, you know, for for your I guess lead character. Yeah, like care about the characters. Yes, what they're going through, you feel it. It it feels authentic. Their friendship feels authentic. Yes, and well, and, and and relatable too. There's yes. a lot of you're able to relate to these characters. Maybe not directly, but you're like you can relate to the type of friendship that these two people have. And yep. the fact that, you know, because you, I, I would like to think that we all probably have at least one friend that we know their parents really well. Mm-hmm. Like we just, like we have their parents' phone numbers also. Yeah. And I think everybody has at least one person like that. Yeah. Even if it's somebody you don't see as much as you used to, we all, we all have at least one, one friend that we know their, their parents pretty well. And yeah. If something were to happen to that friend, we know we would still be close with that family. So it's, <clears throat> it's a, but yeah, it, it's relatable. And uh, so I watched this. So my mom, I went and saw it at the prime premiere. I think if anybody follows our socials, no. Um, and yeah, it, it hit. That's for sure. And I watched it. I uh, had my, since my mom's down after Betty went to bed last night, I rewatched it, watched it with my mom. And, she really enjoyed it as well. Um, that last act was kind of hard for her too. Cause after us losing my grandmother, uh, six months ago, it still hits a little hard cause, uh, 
but because it is so relatable. Yeah. And, but, you know, the message in the movie is, you know, about hope and friendship and, you know, what we learn from that and how we move on and deal with grief. So, yeah. But yeah, it's highly recommended, obviously. But it's, it is one you may have to be in the mood for. I'm not going to, and I'll be honest with you. Uh, yeah. But I still really enjoyed it, and I cannot wait uh, for next week when we talk when we get to talk to our to the director about this. Yeah, but like I can relate to to Jane in a way because I was watching at the beginning like how when it comes to being social public places, she's not really she lacks certain skills. As yeah, far as what they call the social skills. Yes. She lacks what they call the social skills. Yes, she stays in the cut. You know, stays out of the way in a way. But you get her talking about something she's passionate about. She goes. 100% on that. Yeah. But then it kind of makes it awkward because other people aren't into that. So I, I was able to relate, to relate to that as far as the social awkwardness that she experienced. And, um, but yeah. Um, but like I said, it, as soon as I watched the trailer, I'm like, all right, just going to tug at the heartstrings, huh? All right. Yeah. <laughs> and they tugged hard, that's for it, sure. It did. But it was a, it was a good journey. <laughs> yes, agreed. Okay, that's all we're going to probably talk about until next week when we can go a little more in-depth into the, into the movie uh, with our guest. Yeah. All right, uh, moving along, we have... Uh, I watched on Netflix, and apparently, I guess you'd already seen it, uh, watched Love Again with Priyanka Chopra Jonas, uh, Sam Hewen, and Celine Dion. Tagline, destiny has a plan, because, you know, uh, a young woman tries to ease the pain of her fiance's death by sending romantic texts to his old cell phone number and forms a connection with the man the number has been reassigned to. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so Priyanka Chopra Jonas plays Mira. Sam Hewen plays Rob Burns. Celine Dion plays Celine Dion. Uh, Such a Sophia stretch. Barclay, yeah, plays uh, Mira's sister Susie, and Russell Tovey plays uh, plays Rob's uh, co-worker Billy Brooks, and Lydia West plays Lisa Scott, Rob's other co-worker. So <laughs> the movie is. I told, uh, so I sent a text to my wife as I'm finishing watching this. I said, and sent her the poster. I go, this is on Netflix. It's a Christmas movie without the Christmas. So that way she kind of, like right there, I figured she had, she has a vision in her head. Yeah. Uh, what kind of, you know, what kind of story this is going to be like and kind of acting, style of acting, I guess I should say. Because we can all agree there's different styles of acting. Like, not feel like we've talked about this before like for like disney tv shows it's a way different style of acting mm-hmm. than it is for say like network tv or just sitcoms not geared just for children right. there's a different style of acting and tone that goes to that we, i remember we talked about it with laura house um when she was on last same could be said for these type of like romance movies and this one's more of a drama romance because 
again, we're dealing with grief. <laughs> it's, you know, not the theme I was aiming for, but it's the wound, one I wound <laughs> up with for this week. Yeah. So, you know, it's very uplifting stuff. <laughs> Yay, September. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, Love Again's rated PG-13, one hour, 44 minutes. And uh, written and directed by Jim Strauss. So, yeah, uh, Mira's husband, or not husband, but fiance. Mm-hmm. Mira's a children's author slash artist that's had this series of books that she's been writing and doing the artwork for. And her uh, her and her fiance were meeting for, like, uh, were meeting. And uh, he ended up having to leave. And Wham got hit by a drunk driver in broad daylight. So, I mean, they're out there. Yeah. And this movie takes place in New York City, so completely on the other on the other side of the coast of the previous movie we were talking about. Right. And uh, so, you know, fast forward, you know, and she's still grieving and her book titles and her ideas that she's trying to come up with the next children's book are a little more darker and less uh, cheerful, we'll say. She's having a hard time finding its inspiration. Yeah. Um, and Sam's just kind of in a rut. It seems like uh, he's got a he's a music critic for the New York Chronicle, and he has to do an interview with Celine Dion. So he's watching all these Celine Dion music videos and stuff, and he, it's not really for him. It's not really his thing. Yeah. Um, but he has to. So you know, can't choose your assignment. Sometimes work gets assigned to you. Well and told. So, yeah. So, uh, the power goes out in New York because there's a storm and everything. And then all of a sudden, he starts getting these text messages from an unknown number uh, that turns out to be from Mira to her dead husband, her yeah. dead fiance. And they, he starts reading them and just really kind of connecting with them. And just like, God, I, I could feel this. You know, I, I completely understand what she's trying to say. And I, I'm kind of looking for this, too. And uh, so, you know, he's trying to find out who this person. He wants to find out who this person is because he wants to meet her. And I don't know, do what after. But because, again, kind of creepy. But then again, very New York. <laughs> yeah, that checks. <laughs> it's, yep. It's like, oh, this is weird. Well, you know. A lot of thing, weird things happen in New York, just like Los Angeles. Just not, no food related in this movie. <laughs> because True. neither one of them cooks, we find out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So he finds, so Rob finds out that uh, the mirror's going to go to this, or she was doing uh, song lyrics from an opera. And, and, uh, Rob's coworker Lisa knew what it was from. She's mm-hmm. like, "How do you people not know this?" And you're like, "How do you?" She's like, "I have a lot of layers. I have a lot of interests that you don't know about." <laughs> and so Rob decides he's going to go to the opera until he finds out who who this person is. Like, I not sure how you're planning on doing that, but okay, <laughs> you know. Um, he say he'll go every time until he meets yep. her. Yep. I'm like, that sounds expensive. Right. So, yeah, why don't you wait till there's like a cheaper event she might go to? True. <laughs> just saying, but, just saying. 
So yeah, they end up meet, they end up meeting at the opera and talking, and you know, there is a scene where where Mira's sister Susie sets her up on one of these app things, mm-hmm. and uh, she ends up getting set up on the state, and she agrees to go for one drink, and that's it. And there's a cameo in the movie, which I'll leave out because it's cute, and it was a nice little surprise and a fun little scene. Yep, with who her date is. And uh, that was pretty fun. I like that part. That was that was cute. Very anti or against type. There we go. Very against type yeah. for this character or for this actor. So I, I really enjoyed it. It's a fun little scene. But yeah, they start connecting, you know, and start uh, like they stayed. They went on a date and they were up literally out all night and into the morning, just talking and walk, you know, walking and talking. Yep. Like a David Kelly movie or David E. Kelly movie or something. <laughs> just just getting lost in each other's company. Yes. Yep. And because Mira likes to play like the would you rather stuff. Yeah. And that's because she thought she believes that that's how you find out You can find out a lot about a person by asking all those questions. Just and cut kinda, to the point. That's the bullshit. <laughs> cuts the bullshit that she says. Yeah. So. And, you know, meanwhile, Rob's like a huge basketball player and does this whole basketball analogy. Yeah. And I'm like, a dude totally wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, all right. But yeah, it, you know, so they had their little meet cute. And then, of course, when they finally hook up the next morning, something happens and Mira discovers that he's been reading her texts to her yeah. dead husband. Which, of course, has the appropriate response and leaves because, yeah, creeper much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now go ahead. I, I, when you finish, I'll, I'll yeah. give my thoughts on that. Yeah. And there's some parts where he's met with Celine. There's some cute parts where he meets. He uses his entire interview with Celine Dion uh, before before Rob met Mira, where he is supposed to do the interview with Celine Dion. He ends up talking about these text messages mm-hmm. and trying to figure out what he should do and all this other stuff. And then they find out that the interview's over and he hadn't even asked one question. And so Celine's like, Well, whenever you decide whenever you get done uh whenever you decide to grow up and be a man, you can come back and we'll talk. He's like, I'm thirty five. He says there's still time. <laughs> I'm like, Wow, I felt that one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she's kinda of talking about her relationship, which I, I'm guessing that's from her actual mm-hmm. actual yes. true story yeah, that husband. she's telling. So yeah. um that was cool. That was good. You know, kind of, you know, it's a movie, but it's got some truth to it because she's giving mm-hmm. you her her situation. But but back to the whole text message thing, I was like, either you do like your friend saying, let her know that this is happening, or once you finally meet her, get rid of that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> just, just just get rid of it. Totes delete. At, Totes ask delete. for ask for another phone, new number. Get yeah, off your computer. Just be done with it and. Because at this point, you're, you're kind of cheating now. Yeah. You're just like, you're getting the inside scoop yeah. on her feelings, and you can, you know, not that he had, I don't, he didn't have intentions to do anything dishonest, but it, yeah, it, just, right. it just looks bad. Right. It just looks bad. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, because my thing, like, if I'm getting a text message randomly first, I'm like, okay, who's this? I don't know you. Well, especially <laughs> from it, a work phone. Right. And then, you know, and your coworker tells you that your boss can see and read everything. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, that, that's, that's in that. That's dead that <laughs> quick. Exactly. Well, and I'm like, 
the most far-fetched thing is he's keeping his work phone charged. Yeah. You know how many of our coworkers do not keep their work phones charged? Like this is to me that just seems ridiculous. You're far fetched. I'm like, <laughs> I, but I, I guess you're getting these kind of text messages. Maybe you are keeping it charged. Yeah, <laughs> I, got, I charge mine maybe once every other week because I hardly use it. Yeah, exactly. So when yeah. I see it's like in red, like all right, I guess I'll plug it up now. Yeah. <laughs> Always been excited that I've never been issued one, so I'm trying to keep that on the deal because I don't yeah. need one. <laughs> it's just. Yeah, because you start getting calls from people that know, uh, thinking that you're someone else. Yep. I got several phone calls and text messages, but like, I'm not this person, but I just let it go. Like in the movie, I just, all right, I just didn't respond. Right. <laughs> I'll figure exactly. it out. Uh, but there's a lot of cute parts about this movie. There's some that are kind of, there's some parts, I mean, for the kind of, for the movie that it's trying, you know, that it is, it is, uh, it's super cute. You know, I really like it. And... Uh-huh. <laughs> I was going to say, it does have a better scene where they're playing basketball with each yes. other than, than Catwoman. Right. <laughs> so as I saw that scene, I was like, I think my Catwoman, like, man, at least they did this better than that. It's actually kind of cute. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I was like, this is, uh, this is a really cute movie. And Swin Dion is probably in it as much as not probably a little bit more than Bed Mendelors and <laughs> the previous movie we're talking about. Yeah. So, uh, and yeah, and you know it's fun. It's a fun movie. It's a cute movie. It's a good little romance movie. There's you know there's it's not as heavy right. of a movie as uh as sitting in bars with cake, but it is. But it's it's a cute little romance movie. So I I enjoyed it. It's perfect. I, I'd probably watch it. I yeah I'd probably even watch it again. And you know according to the poster, it's featuring new music by Celine Dion. So my mom cut the last half of it this morning when I was trying to finish watching it. And she's like, uh, at the end where they're doing the credits and Celine singing, she's like, Mm -hmm. I wonder when that was recorded or when they filmed that. She's like, it probably wasn't. I go, so well, mom and never panned to an audience. It's probably on a soundstage. It's probably just on the same soundstage you were filming everything else. All they did was just put a, put a couple of giant screens on the back for background. And then, you know, they just shot up. Right. (laughs) <laughs> she's like oh yeah that's probably more right <laughs> save some money <laughs> yeah it's like they're gonna film this at an actual concert they'll just make it look like it's at an actual concert true um something that i didn't know the first time i watched it there was like a mid-credit scene where uh the character actually has his podcast with her on it oh okay i didn't know about till i was reading through imdb i'm like i didn't yeah. know it was a mid-credit so i checked it right. out i mean it's still it's Short, but we'll but, snip it. Yeah, that was cool. Like first time I've seen a movie like this with a mid credit. Usually it's something right. like right before the yeah. credits, but actually slip that in there. I'm like, yeah. it's different. Yeah. Well, and I found it funny because I'm like, when the movie where his boss is like, he's like chewing him out for writing a good article, but it's not yeah. the article he wants to become a thing. Yeah. You know, I like that. He's, so he's like pretending to chew him out, but like writing on a post-it note, "Well done" in all caps. Yep. It's like, I can't let everybody know that because <laughs> everybody else will be trying to submit articles of their personal lives. And I, we can't be okay. starting that. <laughs> no, but congratulations. You can you can do your podcast. I'm like, he has to get permission to do a podcast. <laughs> right. That's weird. That's weird. So, yeah. I'm like, no, it was, hmm. it was funny. Yeah. That was, <laughs> you shoot them out. Yeah, bad. That, that was, I'm like, dang, dang. So yeah. I got to make it look good, man. Yeah. <laughs> Just go with it. 
Yeah. So. Anyways, uh, it's a cute movie. It's on Netflix. I check it out. It's worth it. Alrighty. So, I checked out Bottoms. This was a couple weeks ago. Um, <clears throat> it originally released March 11th of this year at uh, South by Southwest. And then its official release was August 25th. Uh, runtime of an hour and 30 minutes. Directed by Emma Seligman. And it stars Rachel Sennett as PJ, which I found interesting because that's like my nickname for my family. Aww. <laughs> um, and Io Edaberry plays Josie. Both of them are friends. Also starring Ruby Cruz as Hazel. Uh, Havana Rose Lou as Isabel. Kaya Gerber as Brittany. Uh, Nicholas Galatine, I hope I said that right, is Jeff. Miles Fowler is Tim. And then you have um, Marshawn Lynch playing Mr. G. Nice. Um, so two unpopular, two unpopular queer high school students start a fight club to have sex before graduation. That's the basic premise. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes place at Rockridge High School. So with both, both are unpopular. They've never had sex. So they make a pact, which made me think of American Pie, how they had their pact. Yeah. So before graduation, they try to make sure that they've hooked up with someone by the end. <clears throat> And so Josie has an interest in Isabel, who's a popular cheerleader. PJ mm-hmm. has a thing for Isabel's friend, Brittany, who's also a cheerleader. And, you know, of course, they make this pact. Uh, they attend a state fair where they're met by their friend Hazel. And they end up witnessing Isabel with her boyfriend having an argument. And so they offer Isabel kind of a, one of those safety rides. And so she hops in the car with them. Jeff's in front of the car, not letting them go anywhere. And so Josie just kind of slightly creeps forward and barely nicks his knee. And he just overreacts, panics, and like just like he's dying of an injury. <laughs> and so, and uh, his friend Tim, you know, had that little the, the camera on top of them and pan it out. And he's like, you know, just has his moment of why, you know, yeah. just real, real over the top type deal. Um, so this sparks rumors to go around about TJ and Josie that they were in juvie during the summer. And that they actually had a physical fight with Jeff, which led to his injury. And so the principal ends up getting this information and he's on the verge of expelling them. But, um, you know, Josie or PJ is like, well, you know, we did so well. It just so happened at that time, their rival school, Huntington High, one of the students there had kind of had assaulted one of their students. So they used Uh that as a way to say, well, we did it because we're trying to empower females to protect themselves. So we're going to start like a self-defense club for female empowerment and whatnot. And so the principal goes forward. It's like, all right, just stay out of trouble. Basically, he just give him a little slap on the wrist. Yeah. So, but they also need to have like, I guess, um, a teacher to sign off on it. So that's when they go to Marshawn Lynch's Mr. G. He's, he's not the greatest teacher, <laughs> you know, he's, he's there. <laughs> he's there. So he don't get fired. I guess you just right. say that. Um, but they talk to him about it, but they say, like, it's, you know, they give him the same spiel. This is about empowerment and everything. So it's like, it's cool. You know, we'll do it. All the while, like, they show in the trailer, he's sitting there reading, like, a, I guess, a Playboy type magazine. I said, you know, my, what do you say? His wife or his mom said he should get a hobby or what have you. Yeah. So they start this club. So their intent is to get all the hot girls in school <clears throat> to do this. So they figure during all that physical tussling and everything that, Maybe some sparks will fly and they can right. 
hook up with one of the girls. Yeah. Um, but it takes a spin where the they're actually doing this for that female empowerment. So it goes kind of opposite of what they're trying to do. Yeah. Uh, so, but they go with it. They don't have they yeah. don't have any experience in fighting, but they're just going off the rumors of being a juvie, and I mean they're literally just kicking each other's ass, just beating just beating each other up. And so they thought maybe Mr. G wouldn't even attend because they tell him you don't have to be there, just sign off on it. But he attends and he's watching this and he's like, whoa, this is a bit much. <laughs> like what's going on? Yeah. And so, but you know he still goes along with it, and so Tim Jeff's friend on the football team gets wind of this. So he's doing everything he can to try to sabotage what they're doing because now these unpopular girls are starting to get popular. And, you know, that's not what they want. It's taking the attention away from the football team. And so you got that going on. The rival with the team, which ends up being a more sinister type deal where it's like literally someone dies every time they play each other type deal. <laughs> um, but um, it felt like a late 90s, early 2000s type movie. Like had mm-hmm. that kind of vibe. Um, it's hilarious. It's funny. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's just funny overall. It's a good good um, flat throwback, I guess you can say, type of type yeah. of film with the high school setting. Bit of a coming in age, coming of age story with mm-hmm. them. You can see their friendship get tested. PJ and Josie, because they're they're opposite. Like Josie really doesn't want to do this, but PJ's insistent on doing this because we got this goal of doing this. We must go through with it. Um. And it's just a good back and forth between them. So, but just keeping it short, it's funny. Yeah. I recommend checking it out. Um, awesome. There was something that I was reading as well. It said uh, Marshawn Lynch improvised most of his lines and that uh, Rachel and I were actually roommates when they attended NYU. Oh, nice. So playing opposite each other's. Uh, Chosen their their friends off screen as well, so it's not just them playing a role. Um, and there there's a plot point in the film where Jeff, the the star quarterback, has an allergy to pineapple in real life. So apparently, Io Itaberry has an alert is aller, allergic to pineapple herself. Oh. So they can <laughs> use that for him. Um, let's see. Yeah, but yeah, it's a, it's a good movie. Uh, I laugh. I didn't miss like the first couple moments of it because i thought it was going to be um previews apparently mm-hmm. they weren't because <laughs> when i was walking out i heard the you know the the scene where they're walking into the theater that moment I'm like dang that's kind of quick so i had to rush so they didn't have any previews before they just had like the normal oh wow stuff. so i don't know if that was just for that first week or right but um if you do check this out try to be there kind of on time just in case they right. have to just in case. yeah but um but yeah it was a fun fun journey with this story awesome well i definitely want to go see it i just haven't been able to but it looked interesting so yeah. i'm definitely gonna to have to check it out uh trailers this week we have the latest in the hercule perot uh movies <clears throat> with a haunting in venice with an all-star cast the preview looks good i hope it sticks Oh, right. it's not a trailer trick. Yeah. yeah. They're getting into the paranormal realm. So. Aspect, yeah. So and we'll uh, but it looks it looks yeah, but it looks it looks good though. I'm 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 definitely interested for sure. And then we also have uh, Camp Hideout 
and outlawed Johnny Black. So we'll coming out this week. And then whatever else is coming out streaming that I may have missed. Yeah. Outlaw Johnny Black. Michael Job. That, that looks hilarious. Yeah. It seemed like his 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 I guess his strong point is like satire type movies. It seems to be real yeah. strong. Like with Black Dynamite. This seems to be kind of yep. made in a similar way. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Hope it has oh. a good wide release in theaters because I haven't seen it listed anywhere yet. So, I yeah, either. That's what I'm concerned with. So I'll I want to watch it in theaters. Right. Yeah. True story. And that's what we got this week. Boom. Cool. Did and, you finish uh, did you finish One Piece? The series? No, I am no, I'm only sec maybe midway through the second episode. Okay. Yeah, this this um, weekend I did York, finish that. <laughs> York York when York had already started and I was like, all right, well I'll just watch one of my own and Yep, I'm caught up on Ahsoka. Uh that yep. reveal was just like I know a lot of people are like <gasps> I was like Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Mm. But yeah. it's just same. So it's for the true true fans we'll say of that time. Uh, yeah. That Star Wars Rebels slash uh, Clone Wars. A lot of people will be happy. I'm just like, yeah, boy. Just kind of, <laughs> eh. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I did, finish, I did finish One Piece. I never watched the anime. So after watching the first two episodes of the Netflix series, I watched a couple of the anime episodes just to see, you know, compare it to the source material. Yeah. And it's pretty, pretty spot on. Pretty accurate. Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. So I might I may go back and start watching on it on the yeah. actual anime, but I like I like the action sequences. There was one goof that someone posted on um TikTok, and uh-huh. um I guess he's like got CGI skills. He fixed mm-hmm. it, you know. Of course, that, I don't know if they'll fix it in the show, but I went right. back and watched. And I was like, oh damn, that's that looks pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's something that shouldn't happen, but I guess they didn't catch it. Um, gotcha. But other than that. It looks great. Uh, it's pretty entertaining, humorous. Yeah. Um, yep. Fight sequences are good, and just going in completely blind, not knowing anything about it. Yep. I was I was happy with it. Happy with watching it. Yeah. Good live pretty action. Good so anime. far. <laughs> yep. I haven't yeah. really heard or read anything negative about it, so which right. is saying something. Yeah. That's <laughs> what kind of take an anime of and you take an anime and make it live action. Usually, it doesn't bode well but. no yeah positive are. feedback kind of it motivated me to watch it yeah and basically after the first episode i was like all right i'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna finish it and since i didn't do anything saturday i said i'm just gonna just, just finish it up just finish it there you go yep cool 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 all right friends uh that's it for this week we uh another great episode in the books Again, next week, uh, no new movies. Uh, we'll just have our latest. Uh, we'll have our interview with uh, the director of Sitting in Bars with Cake, Tracy, who be returning to us. Uh, if you haven't, feel free to go back, listen to our first interview that when we did a special interview, gosh, what, three years ago, I think it was. And then, uh, no, three years ago is when we did the sleepover, believe it or not. That seems like it's was just wow. last year, but no, that was three years ago. Um, 
three years ago, actually a couple weeks ago, because it popped up in my memories. Um, wow. And then year before that, we had interviewed her. So this will be her third time back on. Three. We are very much all looking forward to it. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so stay tuned for that coming out next week. Hope everyone has a great uh, shoot. We're almost already to the mid-September. <laughs> already. Already. Craziness. Temperatures are getting cooler. Finally. Yep. 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 So I'll take it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Loving it. All right, friends. From all of us, we will, or all of us, both of us. It's still all of us. Yeah. Uh, we will talk to y'all next week. Have some cake. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed our show and have a moment, please rate and review. It helps us out a lot. Also, recommend us to someone that enjoys movies or also has kids. You can find us on Twitter at PA Movie Podcast and on Instagram at Parental underscore advisory underscore movie underscore pod. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Parental Advisory Movie Podcast, and join in on the fun.